welcome to the South Road Boys. Hello, mate. Hello, matey. How are you? I'm spectacularly brilliant. You just are. Huh? Yes, thank you. Now, About the time you identified it. <laughs> I identify as spectacularly brilliant. <laughs> I can do that. You can. Now, we probably need to, off the top, mention that if we seem a little bit more top end, top end, or probably a bit, a bit more enclosed. My clothes, a bit more echoey. Yeah, or even sounding like we're in some sort of, you know, cavernous area. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Oh, well, essentially, we are recording in the toilet. <laughs> we're doing a George Michael. Yeah. <laughs> and we've gone to the local train station public toilets and we're going to be interviewing people with their cocks out. Well, you did bring up Wham last week, so mm. let's do that. But no, we decided that um bring on some sponsors. <laughs> and you know what? Sorbent were keen. Yes. So we've gone, we'll roll with it. <laughs> oh, but the thing is that having no fucking trouble moving items at the moment. Oh, it's back again, isn't the it? The COVID spike. It's a fucking... Buy toilet paper. Fucking sheeple. Sheeple? Oh, you <laughs> fucking sheeple. Just... Stop it. Just go on. There's no after effect of COVID that gives you diarrhea that makes you use more toilet paper. No. <laughs> and also, you're not going to be stuck there for that long. And also, we've done this a few times now. Fucking learn. Fucking <laughs> learn. You've still got anyway. three boxes left from last time. Oh, they're holding the coffee table up with a leg broke. Of course. Where Uncle Jack and Uncle Sammy had a bit of a wrestle. <laughs> a wrestle. Oh, they had a few Bogues Reds. <laughs> Knocked a leg out. I tell you what, Christmas was different at your place, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, no, why are we sounding a bit more, not the same audio as normal? Well, last week, as the uh, roadies were made aware, mm. we, slash I, <laughs> had a catastrophe. Yes. A catastrophic moment mm. in which, of course, the bedroom got a bit floody, the mattress got a bit wet, yes, I'm everything not. got a bit crazy. Yep. And the last thing that's yet to be done is for the ceiling in the bedroom mm. to be looked at. So I haven't put really anything in that room. No, because there is, I mean, I think Cold Chisel sang a song about it. Oh, no, that was Bow River, <laughs> not Bow Ceiling. <laughs> so there's a little bit of a bow. Just yes. waiting on the builder to check it out. So, But what that meant was... My bed at the moment is in the mm. lounge room, takes up the place where the studio normally goes yes. every Monday night. So I thought, you know what, let's move the studio into the bedroom. I think, though, that this is probably just an elaborate ploy from you. Fake a flood. Fake, fake a flood. Fake a flood. Okay, right. And you fake this flood, accidental water damage to the thing, but to your bed, and you've gone, oh, I can't pull that card straight away, so I'll set it up over a couple of weeks and I'll concoct this glorious, you know, weave this story of floodage and, oh, no, this was ruined and, oh, that was ruined. And now here we are. You've got me into your bedroom. I'm just going to be a little bit scared for what's going to happen next week. But there's no fucking furniture. What do you reckon I'm going to take you on the wall like Michael <laughs> Douglas and fucking Basic Instinct? I well, mean, I wouldn't put it past you. <laughs> You, well, no, because what you've done now is you've gone, oh, no, they had to remove part of the ceiling because of the bowing, because of the flood, mm. alleged flood. And I walk in here next week and you're like, oh, we're back in the bedroom again. And I go, oh, all right then. <laughs> and I walk in there, the ceiling's gone. It's a fucking sex swing hanging from the roof. <laughs> and you're like, just strap yourself into that big fella. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Bring out the gimp. <laughs> But the gimp's sleeping. Oh, mate, I love you. So wake him up then. But not that much. I don't think you're involving love with that, but I'll tell you what, that stare you just gave me. That <laughs> <laughs> was that was with murderous intent. Ah. Um, mate, speaking of love, that's a beautiful segue to something that I was going to mention. Looking for love all the wrong places. There was something I saw this week. You know, mm. you occasionally you see things that exist... How would you categorise them? If you put them under a category, mm. <laughs> right, I would put this under dumb fuckery. Dumb fuckery. Yeah. Not not stupid fuckery? No, dumb fuckery. Mm. And, and I'm going to throw it into a, another version of that. Mm. A sub a subcategory? Dumb fucking lovery. Dumb fucking lovery. The people that would do things for love. Oh, there are a lot. So there was a couple... <clears throat> And a couple meaning two. Because mm-hmm. a couple can mean more than two. Can it? Can. Really? Yeah. 
When have you ever, ever heard someone reference a couple to be more than two? Easy. I'm going to invite a couple round and it'll be a threesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but then your couple that you've invited becomes a threesome. And if you have a couple of cuppers, that's a plural on a cuppa. Well, a plural on cuppers. How many drinks did you have the other night? Oh, a couple. Couple? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. There that you go. That can be anything. All right. Right, move on. <laughs> so, Dumb fucker lovery. <laughs> um, Ukrainian lovers. Yeah. We, oh, Alexandra yeah. and Victoria. We're here for the sexy time. Um, Ale- <laughs> strangely, I, I love I love Ukrainian <laughs> names, right? <laughs> I love it. Because the... The names, they're basically our names. Yes. Like the, the names that everyone else uses. Yes. But they just change letters or take letters out. Yeah, of course. So Alexander's spelled exactly the same, but without the E before the R at the end. <laughs> it's Alexander. Alexander. And Victoria. Victor. It's spelled with a K instead of the C. Oh, no, they're just like, fucking, they're just bogans. They're just making shit up. They're just bogans. Bogan Ukrainians. <laughs> who have just renamed their child with a K for Victoria. <sighs> Seriously. So they're having issues. Oh no! Right, issues, lovers, lovers' issues. Love in the bedroom. Yeah, what is your dream? With someone, I mean, you can't say this because you had the perfect relationship. I mean, <laughs> you've got the kids, you got the lovely wife, you have yep. sex seven point six times a week. I mean, you have got it made. <laughs> Sometimes we go to eight. Re- yeah, really. Sometimes. Wow. Well, I do. She doesn't. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> I tell her it was good. <laughs> good. I was thinking of you yeah. at the time. Yeah, she was lying you there next to me. <laughs> <laughs> Go get to sleep. Hang on. <laughs> so, they've just had issues. Oh, that's and, unfortunate. And they thought, you know what? I know how to solve it. Thoughtful Troy. Well, unfortunately, he wasn't available. <laughs> Fuck. I tell you what, if he was, things have suggested this. <laughs> the word menage and toi <laughs> probably would have come to mind. Probably with a few letters taken out of those exactly. words. Exactly. So they decided that for 123 days. Yes. No idea why that was a number. One, two, three. I know. Rolls off the tongue. A, B, C. Easy as one, two, three. Okay, so we'll call it the Michael Jackson theory. (laughs) That's not what you want to do when you're having problems in the bedroom. (laughs) Like of all the celebrities that you're going to go to. Yeah. Um, Well, not an issue now anyway. One, two, three. One, two, three days. Mm-hmm. Decide, you know what? Let's handcuff each other to each other for, for 123 days. days. And you know what? At the end of it? If we're not dead. We'll, we'll know we either love each other or we don't. Oh, fuck. I reckon you work that out a bit sooner than 123. <laughs> so this is, you know, we're talking, you'd have to go to the toilet together. Yep. That's... And, and I'm talking the little twinkles. I'm talking the big smelly <laughs> runny poos. <laughs> I've got to, I've got to, ta- got to take a sit. Yeah. I mean... Every, I don't care what anyone says. Um, no man ever wants to think of their partner, their girlfriend, their wife, even their boyfriend, having a big smelly shit in front of them. <laughs> no one. I don't care how romantic that person is. I don't care how hot they are. Mm. Once you've got a big stinking turd coming out and you're close enough that you can lick it, <laughs> when that's not going well. When the crayon's touching the paper... <laughs> But there yeah. are people, though, who get there and go, you know what? That's my jam. Just put a coffee table oh, between us and a mate, glass top, you know top what? coffee table. If you table. blend it up, it could be jam. Oh, but you might not oh, want any toast. Oh. <laughs> All they need is a glass top coffee table and maybe that's a fetish. <laughs> so they got this. So they're 123 days. Mm. So they're, they're shatting in front of each other. They are, <laughs> they, are, they are bathing in front of each other, which, which is, is fine. That's okay. You can even um, help. They're, but they're, they've also got, you know, your BO issues are their issues too. Like, you're close. Mm. They're going to work together as well. Hang on. How, do, how does they, that they work? They would have had to kind of swap days, but apparently she was doing, I believe, nails. Not like Jesus on the cross nails, but, you know, <laughs> on the end of the fingers nails. Crucifixion. <laughs> <laughs> probably want to crucify him, actually. Yeah. Um, and he, he was a car salesman. Right. So I believe that... Would have been awkward if she had been a prostitute. (laughs) (laughs) Do you get two for one? (laughs) This is is Victor. (laughs) He's really nice. Hey, show you a good time, sexy time. (laughs) Or even if he was a male gigolo. (laughs) It's just... 
Yeah, yeah, oh, no. I was a male stripper in a go-go bar, <laughs> and here is my wife. <laughs> so anyway, so, it's fucking hell. So um, I like you thought you were going to get through this quickly. <laughs> I bet you thought this was going to be a quick one. Yeah, that's, that's what, what she, she said. said. <laughs> so um, apparently, her clients were getting a little bit. Weirded out by the fact sure, that the yeah. partner was there just looking over their shoulder and going, Oh, nice nails, love. <laughs> I don't think that's Ukrainian. But anyway. He was um, he was questioning their taste. <laughs> so, but um strangely enough, now this is a this is the one that shocked me. <laughs> this is a bit that shocked me. I gotta admit. Well, they thought it'd bring you know, a, a new new light into their relationship. And, you know, if something's going to... There was a last ditch effort. Things weren't going well. So, you know what? We're going to put ourselves... We're going to force ourselves together. And we're either going to make it or we're not. Yeah, but look, I hear I hear that it is... I mean, it is batshit crazy, don't get me wrong. But there are people who will go and, you know, do the cabin thing where they will isolate themselves from the rest of humanity mm-hmm. and just lock each other in a cabin together and see, you know... Who two men into one man leave? It becomes a bit beyond the Thunderdome. But. <laughs> do you reckon? Do you reckon they did theirs because they had eight thousand dollars Instagram followers? <laughs> that they they just did it to all the like show them oh, all the time and, and caught up with all the celebrities. Yeah. Oh no, that's just a ploy. And you then. see, I think they're I not bet together you, now. Well, they're obviously, <laughs> once the handcuffs come off. The truth come out, and it's like you know, basically think, "Fuck, that's done." Mm. But I find it funny, by coincidence, Quinky dink, that they happen to have eight thousand Instagram followers as well, which in the world of today, to be honest, isn't a lot. The Rock goes, "I lose that every day yeah. and don't care." I believe that maybe, and this is only my opinion, Joe Mather. Okay, <laughs> I believe that maybe they were hoping to rise that number up a little ah, bit, maybe get a bit of get a bump. notoriety out of it, mm. and suddenly their eight thousand becomes eighty thousand, and they're following this couple and all the trials and tribulations of being handcuffed mm. to the person you want to punch in the face. <laughs> <laughs> the locked together couple. So, yeah, but um, strangely enough. They um they didn't last. Do you think, with the exception of G. Anderson? I oh, fuck it. Why do you I, reckon how I long would do you, I would? How long do you reckon you and I would last handcuffed together? Um, look, we get along really well. We do, and we have a lot in common. Yes. Um, so things such as. Watching television movies, all that shit's not a problem. Perfect. Um, even if we went for a walk somewhere, it wouldn't be an issue. Except we'd be like olden hands, but, we would, you know, we'd be right. Know, look, I even think we'd actually quite enjoy going to work together because I think we'd, we'd see each other's lives on that side we don't see very often. Um, <laughs> but I've got to admit, the first time your hand tucked your cock, having a bit of a nighttime shade along, yeah. <laughs> I'm going for the hacksaw. I'm, I'm like a scene out of fucking saw. <laughs> If it won't cut the fucking metal, I'm taking the wrist off. I'm just wondering how I broached the subject with Amy. <laughs> no, no, it's not sexual love. He just, he's just gonna. He's, he's look. He'll be on my side. We're doing it for the podcast. We're doing it for the podcast. He's, he'll be even on my side. So I'll be in the middle of the bed. You'll be on your side. He'll be on my side. You won't even notice the dueling chainsaws that are Troy and I sleeping next to each other. Oh God, imagine that duet. Fuck that. Ooh. Imagine the snore score on that on my app. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, no, I just... I don't think many friendships, relationships could actually Last. survive that. No. Because, yeah, you can love someone. Mm. And yeah, you like you to be close to them. Mm. But you need your space. Or do you just need to be born with them like a conjoined twin? Where you know nothing else. Maybe that's a new reality TV show. Where you don't know your own solitude. Post-conjoined twins. Well, no, because I think that's... mm, They really do have literal separation anxiety. Where I know. I'm not saying this is going to be something that sounds great and the the populations of the world are going to go, oh, that's a fun idea. Mm. People will be disgraced by this entire television show. But I'm talking talking post-conjoined twins, as in it is handcuffing people together and saying... You now can join twins. I tell you what, it'd make a, a lower budget, wouldn't it? You don't need the fifteen cast members of Big Brother. You just need two people <laughs> who you've vetted to be polar opposites. Yeah. And Imagine then that. when will you watch the TV show alone? Yes. You just call it conjoined. Conjoined. <laughs> so good. Imagine that. So you'd have a situation where you can have you can have nine items each. 
right? <laughs> so it can be like, you know, deodorant, uh, soap, clothes, whatever else, earplugs, blah, blah. <laughs> On the 10th item, you can both choose a weapon. <laughs> it can be a knife, a hammer, a gun. Zowie bat. Zowie bat. It can be whatever you wish it to be. Mm. Imagine that. And just knowing that you don't want to piss that person off too much because mm. they're already a little bit fucking elevated. Sketchy. Um, and you know that they've got a friggin' switchblade there somewhere. I'd probably want to go with the 1960s Maxwell Smart Cone of Silence. Okay, right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'd look for. That could work. Mm. So, yeah, that was um, that was my little thing that I found this week that I thought was quite amusing, mm. I must admit. Now, I have big news. Can't be bigger than last week because last week... And I, I mm. put this on our little description. Mm. The South Rose Boy South Road Boys podcast. This mm. podcast that we do every week. This podcast is getting close to two hundred episodes. Nearly four years of us spending episodes. every week together and recording every week and making sure it's out every week so the roadies are not disappointed ever. Except for the mixtapes. Uh, so missing tapes. Yeah. Um but that po- very podcast mm. saved your stage career. Possibly. And that was huge. Oh, mega. No, there's no possibly about it. It did. <laughs> well. It did. Well. It did. Okay. What's your news now? Well, I've received a communication from the director of said show. Mm-hmm. Now, for those roadies who are playing at home, uh, last week I did announce that I had decided to <gasps> tread, been, tread the boards. You've been upgraded, haven't you? <laughs> well. Have you been upgraded? I'll tread the boards. You've been upgraded. And that my audition perhaps didn't go as well as I wanted and through this podcast, I managed to shuck and jive and <laughs> coerce my way into a very small, minor three scenes out of 16, I think. I do feel like you used Part. me a little bit, knowing that if we spoke about it, mm. you could then throw that episode just in the in the gentle breeze towards the director. Just and he might have a listen. Maybe. Yep. And then he might go, you know what? This guy's got more than what we expected. I like, so I, I like his spunk. Yeah. So I, I do feel like I was... Um, just abused a little bit. Just was, the tip. I was just showing a bit of moxie. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. Got a contact from the director. Yeah. Saying, this German part. Mm. <gasps> you're either getting a different part or you're upgrading the part. Joseph Mather. Are you doing a one-man <laughs> German show? Monsieur, <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastical. <laughs> no. Um, so I'm no longer a German. In a low, a low. Okay, what are you now? I'm an Italian. How <laughs> <laughs> the fuck did you go from a German to an Mama Italian? Mia. <laughs> I don't know what caused this. I don't know whether or not the director had kind of had to shuffle a couple of parts around or whatever, but basically thought that maybe my skills, my attitude, my vibrato, which would be a very Italian word, would be better suited to the Italian role. Or maybe he was just stuck because no one else could do it. There could have been that. Um, so I'm no longer in three scenes. I'm in seven. Oh. And here is the wondrous oh, part of it. It's a singing part. What the actual <laughs> fuck? I like I you. Get actually, you to don't sing on stage. You're not merely vanilling it. I'm not blaming it on the rain at all. You are using your own voice. It's coming from your lips. My dulcet tones. The dulcet tones that your family (laughs) always say, Joe, stop singing. Correct. Dad, stop singing. Correct. You're now going to be singing on stage with them watching. When there's four people in our house and I'm the fifth best singer in the house, to the point where when I told my wife that it it was a singing role, she's going, you sure that's a good idea? (laughs) I love that confidence. <laughs> like, I really felt supported in that moment. <laughs> Maybe you just want to ease into it. No. Uh, the Joseph scene, Mather. The scene itself, I believe, is someone who is a much worse singer than I, deliberately singing poorly, and my role is more of a singy-talky part over the top. Right, eh? So it's probably not... Time to say goodbye. That's da, 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 da. <laughs> Amigos para siempre means. <laughs> Unfortunately, that was Spanish. <laughs> Making shit up. No, that was from the Barcelona oh, Olympics. Okay, good. 
Tell me you don't remember Amigos para siempre. No. Means you'll always be my friend. I know that. It is a love that does not end. Amigos para siempre. You don't remember it at all. You don't remember any Olympic theme songs, do you? I'm not a big Olympic follower, to be honest. Tokyo this year, mate. It's just not big enough. Fucking come. It's only Olympic. (laughs) Not big enough. It's only Olympic. (laughs) South Road Boys 200 now. That's fucking big. (laughs) Um, So, yes. So, I have... Can I just point out, though, speaking of the Olympics, Mm. Tokyo, it's not going to be that big this year. It's going to be... Imagine three people. the roar of no crowds. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Do you know how many... Well, luckily, like they are a big maker of consumer electronics because all the stadiums are just going to be flat-screen TVs where people are zooming in. <laughs> I guarantee you it's going to be Zoom crowds. You reckon they'll do something? I have to. I mean, if you look at what's happening in Australia at the moment, I can't imagine Tokyo is going to be much but better with COVID. look at it this way, though. Is Japan going to be a COVID this bubble? This was the opportunity right now, though, mm-hmm. to have the Olympics, right? Shine the light of hope. In Western Tasmania. <laughs> <laughs> because Queenstown. Because you don't need any stadiums. You don't just you have, have the, flat grounds. That's on the, it. They've got a gravel football ground yeah. in Queenie. You know, they've got I'm certain there's some grounds on the, the western side of Tasmania that could be used. Easily. So all the sports we've got. All yeah. you need is a, a paddock. And look, if you really want to Don't upmarket, need a grandstand. Don't need nothing. Penguins upgraded their, um, their, that's, their that's recreational facility. Class. There's a grandstand there. Yeah, true. You need a place for the grandstand. Standing room only anyway. <laughs> Could you yeah. imagine that? West Coast of Tasmania picks up the Olympics because <laughs> no one else can. They have to go to Lake Barrington for the, uh, for the rowing. You could do that. Well, I think they did actually use Lake Barrington when they had the, the Melbourne Olympics. Maybe Commonwealth, was it, or something? Commonwealth no. Games, yeah. Maybe. But no, isn't it 56, wasn't it, the Olympics? Oh, or was that the Commonwealth Games? How would I know, Joe Mather? True. How would I know? <laughs> you were there. It's not big enough. <laughs> not big enough. The Olympics <laughs> is not big enough. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to have my own Bunga Bunga party. Wow. <laughs> on a lower low. That's huge. I did mention, to, I, look, and... Forewarned is forearmed. I did say to the director via messenger, look, I really appreciate the confidence, but if I was casting me in a role, a singing one is not one that I would do. Like, I enjoy to sing, but not many other people like listening to it. And he's put my concerns at ease going, no, no, you'll be right. And I did say, well, you do remember I'm a bit ginge. So being an Italian probably doesn't match. <laughs> we call you up. The di- I'm going to blackface it. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, what of it? Well, I, I mean, how much racial appropriation am I going to do? <gasps> and he did mention that I'm an Anglo-Saxon playing an Italian speaking in English in German-occupied France in the 40s. We can play with the truth a little bit. I'm so, just going to throw it out there, mm, so that I know who the director is. I've mm, met him and I've had. Passings with him before. Bloody Jeff as he may um, now be known. Jeff. Jeffrey. What the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. He's met me. He, I put it all on Front Street and said, look, I'm not a great singer, but you know what? I'll have a crack. And he's gone, I'm happy with that. Well, I will say, my friend, I will still be there even though you're singing <laughs> to watch it and I'll be standing, I will be applauding <laughs> and I'll be laughing <laughs> And I'll be taking photos to put on the South Road Boys page. Excellent. <laughs> I'm just hoping you're still going to podcast. Oh, podcast there. Yeah, podcast there. Yeah. <laughs> Buongiorno. <laughs> Welcome to the South Road Boys. Welcome to the South Road Boys. We're right. We're in the theatre right now. Yes. Joe's about to tread some boards. And the good thing about this theatre is that the show's about to start, and everyone's gone really quiet for me. Exactly. It's great. <laughs> Where the fuck did he get that moustache from? <laughs> So, when does the um, when does the show actually go to the boards, mate? When does it- I think it's Rocktober. Okay, I think that's when it is. But you know, nice. I'm sure they'll tell me. <laughs> maybe after the first rehearsals, maybe they won't. <laughs> uh, now, uh, exciting, exciting times. Very exciting. Speaking of exciting, I have your oh, favourite moment. Oh, Joe, it's the diary. Fuck off. The diary. No, is, fuck this, off. This is. It's like falling in love all over <laughs> again when I see the diary every week. <laughs> It's like <laughs> it's a long lost lover. It's like you know how um 
Is it Goofy or one of the ducks? They get love hearts in their eyes and they like this, like flapping in the sky because they're so in love. And it might be Donald, I don't know, but I just feel like every time I see it, it's like the love just flutters through me. And I just can't wait to hear what happened because it is the moment that makes my life true again. Anyway, it's a diary. The 28th of. Oh, fuck, I'm even on the wrong month. Oh, that's no good. June. That's June where we're at. June, isn't it? I don't oh, let you're going to love don't this. Don't let me miss June. You are going to love this. So for whatever reason, and I don't know why, because once again, it's a student diary. Uh, they've given me the page for July, but, oh, because this week is the start of July back then in the pages. So, okay. Um, good to see you working it out. So here we are. On the 28th of June, uh, Wham! Play their why f- does Wham! keep coming up all the time? They play their farewell gig in 1986. You know, that always bugged me about him. George or Andrew? Uh, you can never trust a man mm. who has two first names. George and Michael. Mm. Just choose one, dude. Apparently, I needed to get my Estedford stuff today. That's right. I did Estedford's for acting. I was really? a thespian back then. It's taken a while, but the moment's finally come true. Correct. Now, speaking of George Michael, he was born on June 25th in 1963, according to this. Um, and Mick Jones from Big Audio Dynamite was born on the 26th in 1955. I love Big Audio Dynamite. Yeah. And, oh, Evie Von Bibra. Don't want to be up, don't want to oh. be down. Shantuzis was born in 1966. Wham! Play the Fairwood gig. Now, on the 29th, uh, I had drama first period, second period, English in third period, math in fourth period, and cross country, five and wow, six. That would have been successful. Fuck, I hated cross country. <laughs> I hated outdoors. <laughs> Stedman Pearson from Five Star was born in 1965. Uh, the 30th, put out the pottery. Put out the pottery. Is that I something have, you've written no, there? No, I, I have a cartoon and it oh, just put says, out the pottery. put out the pottery. Sounds um, druggy. Julianne Regan from All About Eve was born in 1962. Um, right. Oh, Farnsey, happy birthday, mate, for the 1st of July. How old's uh, Farnsey? What year was that? 1949. Ooh. 72? Is that it's how much? On. That makes it 72? That'll be a 51. Yeah. Fuck me. Mm. John Farnham. Still playing gigs. Now, this is not in my handwriting. It appears to be the same <laughs> handwriting. Never is. It seems to be the handwriting, the same handwriting in the character that said put out the pottery, which I know is Kevin, Kevin Lyle. No, I don't want to get fucked because I'm too good for that. So you get fucked. And fucked is spelled P-H-U-C-K-E-D. Um, get fucked, Kevin. Go home. No, you go hump a cow. <sighs> wow, such pleasant times back then. Pleasant. In 1990. I know. It was just full of joy. I'm not going to give you the quiz um, that you so want and deserve. <laughs> Which has got Corey Fieldman in it. Oh, Jesus. Mm. And this one was About Joe by Tracy. Okay. So we will uh, all enjoy that next week. Oh, is that it? No, I'm not going to give you any more. You seem to be a bit oh, surly against the diary, and I don't. Never surly no, against the diary. I'm, 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 not, the diary. I'm not getting any sincerity from you. Do you realize how many messages we get from roadies about the diary saying we want more diary? It's all incredible. Up. All up. All up. Look, it's less than 30, I'll say that. But it's, you know, all up, though. It's, it's gone really well. It's a great, it's a great segment. It's, it's our top-rating segment, Joe's Diary from 1990, Time for the Guru. Yeah, anyway, so there you go, mate. That was that. Now, Adelaide. Adelaide. Have you been to Adelaide? I have. Right. What did you think? It was a snippet little visit. Mm. Um, I was there only for two evenings. Right. I um I was in Melbourne. I had a little bit of time to spare. I thought I'd go to Adelaide and catch up with a friend that I hadn't actually met in person yet. Right. A fellow writer back at the time, Matthew. IRL. Um, and sorry. IRL, mate, as the kids would say. Yeah. In real life. And um, right. so I stayed in uh, is it Glenelg, I think. Oh, it's a beautiful part of the, the world down there on the beach. Yeah, um, and that was good. So I just found a, a room somewhere it was there. Um, <laughs> Did they mind? I, I was, you just walked into just someone's walked house. In. <laughs> no, we <we're here. laughs> no, oh, This looks all right. So I stayed there. And then the next night, um, caught up with Matthew, and um, we went and checked out a band by the name of Seether. 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 They're actually a great frigging rock band. 
Right. Uh, American Man. Yep. Yeah, they're playing in Adelaide, so we watched them, and then I crashed at his place and drove back to Melbourne the next day. So Perfect. Went via the Pepper Jack Vineyard as well to get some wine. Yeah, you don't mind a Pepper Jack or th- Do you like three. The Pepper Jack. Mm. So, but that's um, that's the only thing that I know about Adelaide. Um, Have the only other way I think I know about Adelaide is that they love their football. And they love putting people in drums. Mm. That's pretty much... People in drums. <laughs> wasn't quite Adelaide, though. That was wherever it was. It was close to Adelaide. We'll call it South Australia. Yeah. Apparently, Adelaide have got a problem. Now, if you're in the Americas, if you're in a public school in America, yeah, you're trained how to avoid snipers and gunfire. People are very much shooty, shooty, killy. You know killy. how they get trained? Tell me. People actually come in with guns. Yeah, and, and you try, learn and if, how not to be shot. Yeah, so the next time someone comes in with a gun, you're more learned. Excellent. <laughs> so, obviously, you would imagine that being in Australia, we don't have access to firearms as much as they do in the United States. No. What do you think people are afraid of in Adelaide? In what could that be? As in, in schools you're talking about? Oh, no, not just schools. Just in general. Yeah, but apparently parents have locked their children inside, have boarded up the windows, and as locals and police say, they've been unable to track down the aggressive menace. Jesus Christ. Aggressive I'm going to say something menace. ridiculous like um, a deer. No, rock throwers. Rock throwers. <laughs> rock throwers. As in people going around tossing rocks at home. Throwing homes. rocks. Wow. Where uh, residents in Adelaide's north are fed up, exhausted and terrified. Terrified in their own homes. Going back to 2000 BC. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's cavemen everywhere. Fuck off, Fred. Go <laughs> back to Wilma, you're drunk. I'll throw a bloody rock at you. <laughs> Don't say that I won't. Due to a mysterious rock-throwing menace causing chaos. Chaos in the streets. Adelaide chaos. One woman was taken to hospital after being struck in the head on a suburban street in Burton, with locals resorting to covering up their windows and cars, parents locking their children inside, and police unable to figure... How can you not figure out who's throwing a fucking rock? Like, okay, (laughs) let's just say, for example, you've selected one of the Australian... Uh, Captain's Eleven, right? Yep. The Australian cricket team. You'd reckon most of those blokes are pretty good at throwing something. Yeah, they do all right. About rock shape, (laughs) right? I reckon probably the best they can throw is 20 or 30 metres. Rock thrower? Yeah. I couldn't imagine a local Adelaidean being able to beat that. There's a way around it. Mm. Trebuchet? (laughs) Back. Mm-hmm. There was a friend of mine back on when we were kids that I heard about. <laughs> the one he used For to do. For a guy. <laughs> what he used to do mm. in Ravo. <laughs> right? Asking is, for a mate. Is you'd have these little kind of, I don't know what they were, because I wasn't there. Um, but they're like <laughs> they're like a little, they're the size of maybe a golf ball, but they grow on a tree, like a little plum or something. Oh, yes. Yeah. And you can throw them pretty well, I've got to admit, mm, apparently. Allegedly. Even, even if you're you know, for a young boy. But do you reckon you know, 20 metres? Well, we sp- you can when you use a tennis racket. Ah, oh, <laughs> you get a bit of extra distance, you reckon? Apparently. Allegedly. <laughs> do you reckon... Apparently what? they go a fair way. So and then you, you just listen dink. and see if it hits someone's roof. Okay, yeah, so... Apparently. Allegedly. Yeah. Let's just say you've got, a, you've got Pat Cash... Who's tearing it up in Adelaide? Mm-hmm. He's got a racket, and he's. Yep. I'd still reckon within fifty meters, you'd still be able to find out who he was. I, I or do you so. think? Or do you think he's hit and ducked inside? <laughs> Bloody Pat Cash. Well, you do have the time, actually, because if you you got the time that's going through the air. Fucking Leighton Hewitt. That's who it is. He's from South Australia. Fucking Leighton. Lele. Lele. Lele B. Lay upon my big brass bed. Um, Leighton Hewitt is obviously tearing it up in Adelaide and he's pinging rocks at people. People are fucking... But how many incidents of rock throwing has there been? Well, people to board up their windows. I mean, Christ, imagine what would happen if there was actually a zombie apocalypse in Adelaide. (laughs) Jesus Christ, they've done this for rocks. I tell you what, you'd you'd call Leighton. Apparently, local woman, Edna. Oh, Eda. Eda, Edna. 
said the perpetrator had damaged cars, property, but now they're targeting us. When we go outside, they know we're outside. And oh, they for hit, fuck's sake. And they hit us. Ida said she was struck by a rock while gardening in her backyard, but others have been more seriously hurt. Now, local residents, Ida and Tash, Tash, Tash yeah. are fed up. Now, they're holding a handful of rocks. If Lele's using his fucking tennis racket, I reckon two or three of those have put a hole through it. Oh, yeah. Like, these are pretty decent-sized rocks. And then children have been unable to play outside and to the point where one of these kids, bless, has written a sign, handwritten sign, poster, poster, putting it on his wall. It's rained, so it's washed out. Yep. It says, stop this rock throwing. Sad <laughs> smiley face or sad face. So uh, apparently they've installed temporary CCTV in the area. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> they get serious in Adelaide. Well, Edith says they don't care, who refused to reveal her surname because there's so many EDR. EDAs, EDA. Um, and while the media was here, they were still throwing them this morning. And they've thrown screws and stuff. Jesus Christ. Bloody hell. So don't, I'd give Adelaide a bit of a wide berth if I was you. Late in here. It's not the first time it's happened, though. There was an inland mountain area in Australia mm-hmm. that had gotten renamed the Rocky Mountains for a similar thing. <laughs> I, I thought the Rocky Mountains were in, in America, mate. <laughs> The Rockies? We had our own. (laughs) I think John Denver sang about them (laughs) before he crashed into them. (laughs) Anyway, so there's that there. But the other thing that I heard about with Adelaide, have you seen just recently that there was a big international... Big Adelaide Newsweek. Fucking big Adelaide Newsweek. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Well, it was slow in South America, so I've gone to South South Australia. South Australian News. (laughs) Nice. Um. Have you heard about Operation Ironside? Operation Ironside? No, I have okay, not. Okay, so Operation Ironside um, was basically a big multi-ASIO, CIA, international, cross-country crime fucking snaggery. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where what they did... That would have been a hell of an acronym. <clears throat> crime snaggery. <laughs> so the people who have nefarious intent, selling drugs and guns and people and all that sort of stuff, try and steer away from and the- rocks. And rocks. Try and steer away from the standard iPhone or Samsung Galaxy. They go for more of the sort of like the dark web version, mm. encrypted. And they also use like things like burner phones. Burner and phones and stuff like that. I, well, I know about now, this shit. Apparently the next step up is, is encrypted phones. Oh, okay. So you can only talk from one encrypted phone to another encrypted phone. Right. Well, the Popo worked this shit out. Popo, you're so fucking worldly. <laughs> I know. And so what they did is they covertly created their own secret squirrel phone. So did you say they covertly? Covertly. All right. Yeah, no, they didn't do it with COVID. Right. COVID, COVID doesn't cause crime. <laughs> COVID does not cause <laughs> burner phones. <Right. laughs> Could do. Could do. <laughs> it might. Maybe it started by burner phones. Possibly. Yeah. Talk to some people. It could be 5G. Oh, yep. um, <laughs> Surely no one would think that, would they? Only the FEC. Surely. Only the attenders at FEC 2021. Surely not. Um, so this Operation Ironsight. So that what they did is they actually put these encrypted phones into the crime network and they became adopted by criminal enterprise because they worked and their, all their communication they thought was encrypted and no one could read it. Yep. But they had done the old uh, a back door <laughs> and every message that was being sent was being tracked by international authorities. And that's they, clever. That's very, very clever. And they were playing the long game. So they were waiting, I think it was years, like, a couple of years, two years, for enough of these phones to be then distributed amongst the world where all these criminals were then using them as, this is the fucking go-to phone. And then it's like, okay, Daryl, you can flick the switch now, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, an Adelaide teen who was 18 has been pinged uh, is facing life in prison if convicted of trafficking charges. Oh, see, I thought you were going to say that part of the team around the world was in Adelaide. <laughs> no. I thought we were breaking shit down and busting no. asses. Unfortunately, he's going to spend two weeks behind bars. But uh, Apostle Barikos, 
was arrested last week a part of the joint AFP and FBI investigation, which resulted in more than 250 arrests in Australia. Unfortunately, I'm going to show you a photo. Okay. I'm going to show you a photo of this guy. Now, he is an adult, so they are able to photograph him and show him. Right. He's facing life in prison. This is Apostle. Yeah. Apostle is his name. He has been linked and unconfirmed, so we're not saying he has. He has been linked uh, with, I think he was charged with manufacturing, trafficking, and controlled drugs, as well as trafficking large commercial quantities of controlled drugs. Right. He could be into drugs. I'm I'm just saying. Um, He's also been associated um, with the Comanchero bikey gang. Not saying he is. Not saying that gang has anything to do with nefarious things because we wouldn't point that bony finger of blame. We love bikey gangs. Or we love living, you know, (laughs) either or. But I'm just saying, if this young lad (laughs) ends up doing time, yep. Do you think he's going to be popular amongst the prison set? Who well, may only be gay for a stay? What do you reckon? Is he going to be? Is he going Holy to be- fucking Jesus Christ! He looks like a really sweet Justin Bieber. He looks like he's a member of InSync. Yeah, like on the young version, like, like a too. young Justin Timberlake. How old is he perm. meant to be? He's eighteen. Wow, he looks twelve. He is just going to be used as a fuck toy. He's. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. I don't know what deal he's going I to have. I reckon he is, go, he is going to have, I can guarantee, when they do like, they'll do prison tattoos, right? They're not pretty, <laughs> but he's going to have written on his back. Yes. And it'll be like his nickname. Tramp stamp. Any hole is a goal. <laughs> Any hole is a goal. That's going to be him. And look, the only thing that may save him oh. is if he is affiliated with a gang. Because at least then the people who are fucking him, he's he's, going to know. He's way too pretty to be in jail. Oh, he is way too pretty. That's one advantage that we would have if we went to jail. No one's wanting us. Well, that's a funny story. (laughs) (laughs) When I did, um, I worked for the Australian Sheep Breeders Association doing... (laughs) This is not going where I thought it was going. No, no. Anyway, (laughs) side story. So I worked for the Australian Sheep Breeders Association doing their uh, sheep and wool show in Bendigo every year. And it's quite a large event. They get about 30,000 people there. It's been going for almost 140 years, and I reckon some of the people who are part of that committee have been there since the first one. Like yeah, it's, okay. It's been around a while. And so my job was to do uh, aspects relating to safety, and one of my common catchphrases with the, the very first president that I dealt with was, we need to make this change. And he goes, oh, do we really? And I'm like, yeah. You're too old and I'm too pretty for us to go to jail. So <laughs> You actually said, I'm too pretty. Yes. Wow. You've got fucking tickets, haven't you? Oh, fucking look at me. <laughs> They'll be wanting me to hold someone's pocket in no time. <laughs> All right, maybe not now. But back in the day, come okay, on. Right yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll let you rumble it. I could yep. score prison cock. <laughs> Don't say that I can't. <laughs> Christ. That's why they call him soap. <laughs> anyway, so I'm not sure whether or not he um I don't I haven't followed up, but needless to say, I think things things are going to be a little bit rough for him, but there was guns and I think it was 90 kilos of meth was seized. Yeah, no, he hasn't made good choices. 10,000 ecstasy pills, 30 firearms. Oh, it was just um it was a massive sting, though. Like, fucking a great idea. Yeah, well done. Like, well done, coppers, <laughs> because that... Po-po for the win. Absolutely. Po-po for the win. They're actually... Like, I mean, it, it would be a tough thing when you've got all these criminals out there operating on the dark web and all that kind of stuff. And so they've just decided to, you know, create a means of communication and then... It's pretty clever, though. ...worldwide sting. You, they made it think that was their idea. Yeah, but apparently the technology that was required... Uh, was very, very difficult to come up with. Like, to be able to create something that's got a back door, for now, for now, um, <clears throat> where it couldn't be detected, that it's sending the message not to just the recipient but mm. somewhere else, was quite difficult. Because, believe it or not, criminals aren't all stupid. No, they're not. No. They employ a lot of stupid people. 
the boots the, are, the smart ones normally don't get caught. Correct. The boots on the ground are generally the dumber ones. Yeah. It's the ones a little bit higher up. They probably have an IT team. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Especially in this day and age. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, South Australian news. South That's Australian incredible. news. Um, I have more news as well. Do you? What do you got? I have a tale. I have a story. I have an adventure. Oh, excellent. I love your tales. <laughs> so. Back to the bedroom. <laughs> Saturday evening. Yes. Um, sitting on the lounge, watching a bit of television. The chaise long. Taking it back, just nice and just a chilled Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Not much going on. Get a phone call. Look at this. Thought, okay, what in the world are you doing, Randy? Answered the phone call. This person said, what are you doing? I said, not much. Just sitting here watching telly. Mm-hmm. Um, said, do you want to drive for, for an hour? I said, drive where? I said, to Stanley. There's a band playing. I can get you in. You can come and check it out. Get nuts in Stanley. So I've gone, oh, I can't really bother. She's like, no, come down. There's a group is here having a few drinks and stuff. Um, won't cost you anything. I, I can Just fucking I, do it. Also, now I'll find your bed somewhere to crash. And I've gone, you know what? Fuck it. Why not? Why not? All I'm doing is sitting on the couch. Exactly. So I've um, said, cool, give me a chance. Oh, a few minutes. I'll have a quick shower. Yep. Get changed. Put your dancing pants on. Fucking come through this Stanley. <laughs> so we've done that. So we've... Kind of gotten ready and we're off and then we're in the car and we're driving away and had to go by the bottle shop and get a couple of drinks. So Travelers, I've done that. Yep. And then um, as I'm driving, it's pissing down with the rain the whole way. Yes. And I'm like, wish I'd known that before I left, I would have probably bought a jacket. But anyway, <laughs> it's all good. I'm just wearing my silk going out shirt. <laughs> silk going out shirt. <laughs> From the 90s. <laughs> oh, silk shirts. I had a couple of those. <laughs> So tragic. <laughs> One of mine was a mustard colour. we used to I'm have. telling you, mustard silk mustard. shirt. Mustard. Fuck. Wow. How did you ever get married? I have no idea. I have no idea. Blows my mind. I even rocked up to an event wearing... I rocked up to go and see the woman that I now call my wife wearing a purple pirate shirt with the black rope across the neck, a purple bandana, MC Hammer pants... And winkle picker shoes. And she still said, yeah, I think you're okay. Yeah, no, your issues. I know. I'm surprised she hasn't got some sort of disability parking because she's obviously <laughs> visually impaired. <laughs> I love that woman, but issues. Yeah. She, we don't always make great choices, mate. And we always have to live with the consequence of those choices. <laughs> you know what? Exactly right. You know, mm. you make the choice, back it up. Yep. And she has. She has. And I yeah. appreciate it. I really do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I'll take the sympathy vote. So I'm driving on the nuts in Stanley. Yep. Um, turn up. Um, she's out on the road, waved me down where I need to go and park the car. So I've gone and done that. Now, um, is this an we... outdoor event? Yes, it's an outdoor event. And it's pissing down. Uh, and it, stopped... it was only raining at that stage when I turned up. Right. It was absolutely friggin' stormy <laughs> all the way through. Yes. I'm like, oh, this is not going to be fun. <laughs> I'm going to go home. And so my I turn up. Room's going to be not underwater. Not, I wouldn't have got it raining. It was a bit drizzly by mm. the time we got there. Um. She kind of takes me through an area. We come in um, through a couple of little kind of hallways, whatever else. We suddenly turn up. We're behind the stage. And oh, you backed all the steps, and and then we go upstairs, and we're in an undercover area. It's great. Where there's Fucking so hello. it's all Mr. set up VIB. in like a big, it's set up in like a big courtyard. So they've got a huge big um, marquee for the band. Mm. Um, obviously, there's drinks down the bottom underneath this balcony bit right, and we're all the rooms for like the hotel and stuff that are there. They got people mm. staying in them, so that's obviously for the event. Bloody hell. And they had one of these rooms, so it worked out really well, run the cover. Mm. So I'm there having a couple of drinks with these guys, and and then it starts raining again. Mm-hmm. And all these people are down, like, in this in the pit. Yes, the great unwashed, yeah. and it's who are now washed. And down. So it's an in-excess <laughs> cover band. I must admit, they weren't too bad. Were they in-excess, um, or they were just okay? <laughs> they, were, they were okay. <laughs> Look, they weren't the best thing I've seen in my life. But were they the worst? But they were pretty good. Okay. They were entertaining. That's um, all you want? So the worst thing that I've got, though, of course, is I've turned up, I'm sober as a judge. Mm. Everyone else has been partying all afternoon. Oh, so welcome they're all pretty my happy. world. So I felt like you. <laughs> yeah, I did. How awesome is it? Oh, it's it's weird. Yep. It's a weird feeling because you have all this clarity. You feel like you've got more clarity than mm. normal when everyone else is drunk. You feel like you're Barry Allen, though, the speed you're moving. Because every, <laughs> everyone else is a bit slower <laughs> and their thought process is not as fast. Yeah. But you're still fucking... Like, you are right. You feel like you're definitely the most intelligent person in the room. Don't you? It's <laughs> fucking awesome. It's amazing. That's my superpower, being sober. <laughs> I never realized it till now. So, the did, night kind of rolls up. Did you try and go, right, I'm either A, going to be fucking Barry Allen and just really revel in this and understand what Joe goes through every time? Because 
you become hilariously funny the drunker people are. <laughs> and it's just genius. So that's or, what you say. I always thought you were funny, but no, not. you're just drunk all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or <laughs> that's all it is. Why do you think I renew your subscription oh, to, to Wine of the Month? <laughs> oh, that's that's fantastic. Because I'm, I'm funny. I appreciate than, it. You're welcome. Yeah. Or did you go, right, fucking catch up and do three Zambuka shots and say, we're into it? I've um I've slammed three or four jack cans in pretty quick. Okay, I'm thinking I just I need some sustenance here. <laughs> I can't cope I, with this. I can't this. do this. So, <laughs> but I was still way behind the train. Oh, and okay. I wasn't fit enough to catch the train. The We're train's pe- still going down the rail. Had you met the belligerent carriage? <laughs> no, because there's no. often a time when you're you're the sober one. You'll see the carriage and you'll see the happy-go-lucky party. Woo! Carriage, yep. and then you'll see the oh, you're my mate, and I really love you, and I think you're great. And then there's the carriage where no one fucking talks because they're just talking to themselves, just really quiet. And then there's the fucking oh, I'm looking for a fight, the belligerent carriage. There's a lot of cabins in this, isn't there? I know, but I tell you what, when you're sober, you find them, and you can pick them out a lot easier, can't you ever? Yeah. So anyway, so the night's going on. Mm. Um, I don't. I said three or four cans in the in the first kind of. I don't know, a couple of hours, I suppose, try to drum a couple in. Mm-hmm. Not drinking too silly. Um, not, then, not like a teenager. Not like a teenager. Um, and I kind of worked out initially that I wasn't going to catch up to anything. So it's like, <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to enjoy having a few drinks. Yes. Not going to go silly because that's not going to gain anything. No. And all the rest. In the meantime, the group I was there with, that all started going a little bit fucking sideways. I'll be good, good, good. There's shit going on there. And I'm thinking, okay, look, this is not my fucking party. Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know most of the people here. I only know about two of them. Yes. So I'm thinking, I'm just, I'm just going to step away from all this, and I'm just going to leave all that be. Yeah. And you guys can deal with all that, that shenanigans stuff. That's fine. So I've then. I told you every time. Yes. I love you. Where are you going? <laughs> so I've then I've left that. The rain stopped. I've just gone down to where the great unwashed is and just yes. watched the last couple of tracks. That was pretty cool. And then I've got to the point, I'm like, I've only, you know, bought six cans in. Mm. Can't drive anywhere, though, of course. That's no. why I got And then I've gone, don't have anywhere to stay now. Because you've walked away from I've, your I've party. I've left that group. I didn't want to include myself back in either because I had stuff going on. So then I've <laughs> gone. Jesse, why don't you call me anymore? <laughs> Has it got to that point? That's frightening. <laughs> Has it got to that point? No, that wasn't that point, no. no oh, okay. Um, oh, was it keys in the bowl point? Like, is that where we're at? <laughs> so I've just hey, got, yeah, we're in sexy time. We're handcuffed together. <laughs> so I'm just going right. I'm in fucking Stanley. I don't not... know anyone, so I'm just going to sleep in the car. Why not? Way. The car's only the Panthers away. So I thought that was easy. So I've j- jumped back in the car. Um, I've gone in the passenger seat, thinking there'll be a little bit more room. No mm. steering wheel in the way. Put the seat back. And then within about half an hour, I've gone, fuck, this was a lot more comfortable when I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you think about, because I mean, your car would be similar to mine. Can't you fold the back seats down? Yeah, but I... And then sleep in the boot and the back seat? Yeah, I still don't know that it would have been comfortable, though. A bit more comfortable than the passenger seat. Oh, I don't know, actually. That's because... what I did at Falls Festival. Yeah, but it'd be a solid base. That doesn't sound comfy to me. Okay. So the seats have got a little bit of padding at least. A little bit. Yeah. So now, so I'm kind of sleeping away there and I thought, you dozed off a little bit and I wake up and it's like, so this is only 11.30 I got in the car or something. It wasn't like Oh, shit. Um, probably wake up again at about maybe 12.30, 1 o'clock. Mm. I'm thinking, oh, fuck. So I got up. At that time, I'm thinking, oh, I need a piss. Better go and do that. So I've wandered out, found a tree. Yep. Come back to my bed. <laughs> <laughs> you, you billet for the evening. Yeah, got in there again. And then I'm going to sit, and then a couple of cars are going past. Because the lights are shining in. It's like, ah, oh, fuck, oh, you consider people. You think you know there'd be people sleeping in cars. Turn <laughs> exactly. your lights off. So Dim your lights. So, but now later, wake up again. Out later, wake up again. I'm like, oh fuck, this is taking forever. Yes. Um, and then I finally wake up, and it's about quarter past four. Yes. And I've gone. You know what? I reckon I'm right to drive now. It's been five hours since your last yeah. drink. And to be honest, I started drinking at, what, 8.30 through to 11.30, so half a dozen drinks in that time. Yeah. It's been, yeah, five hours. I, I didn't feel drunk at all when I finished drinking. Mm-hmm. I certainly don't feel drunk at all now. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of what's in your system still. Sure. And I thought, you know what, I'll call it. I reckon I'm pretty good. Okay. So the dilemma with that, though, 
Mm. Is that this is something I'd forgotten because I haven't done this for a while. Mm. I haven't done this since you used to sleep in the, the Macca's car park, knowing you'd be able to drive through <laughs> drive through when it opened in the morning at six thirty. Of course, because it didn't, wasn't open twenty four hours back then. No, um, but what you find is when you sleep in a car, when you wake up, there's moisture on the windows everywhere inside. Isn't there just? And I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. So I've thought, okay, cool. I'll get out. I'll stretch the legs. I'll jump round to the driver's side. Yeah, okay, cool. I'll, I'll jump this in. I'll put the demister on for a bit. Mm. Wouldn't all be right to go? No rush. Give myself 10 And minutes. then I've realised exactly how wet the frigging windscreen and everything is. I'm like, fuck. So I'm like, <laughs> it was like some This sort will of... take three hours. Yeah, okay. So I'm thinking, okay. It was like the flood all over again. <laughs> so I'm thinking, okay, what am I going to do? And then I had this moment of, fuck, in the back of the car mm. with the shit I have for camping, there's actually a box of tissues I got in there. Cool. <laughs> for clean up. And I can fucking... So I brought those to the front and they're fucking brilliant. I'm thinking, this is probably going to smear the window everywhere. Yes. But it's great. So it fucking took a shit ton, but I got there eventually. <laughs> yeah, and they get fucking wet in seconds. So you can't... Cool. Throw, throw, throw that away. Yes. Finally got to the point where I was like, yes, I can see out the fucking window. You had this more rolled brilliant. up tissues than a teenage boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm ready to go. Yes. So you know, okay, on the way. And I'm thinking, you know what? Take it easy on the drive home because mm. you still have had a few drinks that night and you want to make sure that in the... Very slim chance you could possibly blow away, which I don't think there was a chance of. Mm-hmm. But if something happened, though, that would not be good. Mm. So take it a bit easy. And there's wildlife wallaby shit on the side of the road everywhere, everywhere. on that road. My God, there's some wildlife. Mm. There are hamburgers everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> it's just, it's like a bloody buffet. <laughs> it's just insane. So I'm driving back and I... Um, Did you take a spork? <laughs> no, I didn't take a spork. <laughs> Just in case a stray wombat happens to come along. Yeah. Um, so I'm driving back, and I didn't even put any tunes on, so I wanted to just make sure I was just honed in, mm. make sure I was concentrating. Um, so didn't see anything other than trucks, pretty much. Mm. Finally getting back towards Burnie. Um, it's nearly what, getting towards 5.30 in the morning. Bloody hell. And I suddenly thought, you know what? Fuck, I'm hungry, because I didn't mm. actually have any dinner last night. Cause it, like, I was still going to have dinner at home. I got a phone call sure. at 7, suddenly I'm bang, getting ready to go. You're out. Didn't think about it. Um, so I thought, fuck it, you know what? Macca's breakfast. Perfect. So, great. So I thought, I'll go and get a Macca's muffin. Mm-hmm. And when I can have that, I'll just have that when I get home before I actually then jump into the, the bed in the lounge room. Mm-hmm. And then I can get you know a few more hours sleep and an actual comfortable mattress and all the rest. Great. Fantastic. So, so I'm going through. No one at Macca's, which is great. Like I thought there might have been some drunkards hanging around from the Saturday night. Nothing. No one in the no car park waiting anywhere. for it to open? <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm driving through. And it's all good. And I've got up and they've said... The girl on the other side's very cheerful hmm. for five thirty in the morning. Oh. You know how are you? Good, thanks, my lot. Would you like um grab a sausage and egg muffin? Yep, now race through to the next window. Fantastic, awesome, bloody hell! Get through to the next window, having a little bit of a chat to her. That was great. Hmm. Paid on my card. Done. Go to the next window, and I'm waiting, waiting. The, another girl comes out, gives me, or a guy comes out, gives me the drink. Mm-hmm. I put that in the side thing. Quickly, I'm waiting for the food. Waiting for the food. Finally, get the food. It's great. And I say, thanks very much, blah, blah. And then I go and put the food on the seat. And I realise that all the people I've been talking to, all they've done is look through into my car and said, all these fucking tissues <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> and all I've thought of is they're thinking, he's had a good night by himself, Bloody hasn't he? Yeah, he has. <laughs> I had them up there on the seat, on the floor. They were fucking everywhere. <laughs> He's, he's either had a gentleman's moment or he's got a very nasty cold. I'm there like this, ain't he? I'm like, yeah, I'm really good at us. I've wanked a bucket full. <laughs> I was so cheery. So I, was, I was so happy that they were happy and I was in a good mood. I was getting some food and I've made it back as well yep. safely from Stanley. I'm thinking, what a fucking weird adventure. The whole time I look like a complete fucking pervert. <laughs> I reckon there was half a box of friggin' tissue screwed up and everywhere. Sponsored by Kleenex. And and the windows are probably still a little bit foggy on the side. Oh, it was just it was a not bit a, steamy. It was not a pleasant moment, Joe. But everyone Mayler. seemed happy to see you. They, they were. Did anyone offer you a fist bump or a high five? <laughs> they didn't, strangely enough. No, they did not. Anyone ask if you need extra napkins? No. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my uh, that was my one nut adventure in Stanley. <laughs> one nut adventure in Stanley, the old hand shandy itself. Good spot, Stanley. <laughs> Good yeah. spot. Good spot. Oh. There you go. Excellent. Well, on that, I am Joe. <laughs>
I am Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are.